The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Jesse Holly, Kurt Daniels, and Nate Newton. What's happening on this freaky, 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 and icy and wet (laughs) Friday? That's a lot. Look at the Tostitos Championship Plaza outside in front of the Ford Center. I know we said we were going to be on Tuesdays, but Mm -hmm. here in the DFW area, we have been under a very icy, icy, icy Week And so shows had to be moved around, but we wanted to make sure as soon as the opportunity presented itself, we wanted to bring you the number one show on the Dallas Cowboy Network via YouTube, Hanging with the Boys. And you have three-time Super Bowl champion. You have senior editor for DallasCowboys.com. You have just little old me, Jay Holly, Kurt Daniels. Kurt Daniels, Nate, myself, together we make Hanging with the Boys, the sports talk equivalent of Braille people Feel us when we speak. Man, you're clicking on all cylinders there. I'm rolling the day, yeah, man. That's rolling. I'm rolling yeah. the day, man. We are, we are, we are so glad to be back. It's been a, it's been a long week. Uh, either you've been stuck in the house or you've been stuck in other states. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was stuck in another state for three days. At least it was uh, warm there, huh? It was. It was. You know, it's. It's. I was complaining and fighting to come home. Then I get home and I'm like, <laughs> I should have stayed where I was at. I was in kind of your neck of the woods, Nate. I was in Tampa. Yeah. It was 85 degrees. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. The only problem is, I, you know, I didn't have any clothes because it was supposed to be a quick turnaround trip. Fly mm-hmm. in on Sunday evening, do a job Monday, fly right back out after the job is over. Kind of like an assassin. You know, right. you know, come in, kill everything, make your money and get out. <laughs> but... I killed everything and got stuck for three days. So I made it do what it do, man. What's going on with you, Kurt? You been good, man? Yeah. The house, all right? Starting, started to get a little stir crazy. It's good to be out about see you guys. Yeah. Yeah. You were on the road? Yeah, it don't make no difference. It, it don't I don't care what the weather is. I, I, I rule the weather. Okay. Yeah. They say mother nature. It's, no, it's the bear nature. It's, just get out there. It's the Daniel nature. Yeah, yeah, get out there and just do what you got to do. And you got them big dually trucks, though. You got, you, you got, you got big no, trucks. No, you still, you still got to drive slow. Okay. Weather dictates slow. Everybody was blowing past me about 60 miles an hour. I was driving like 40, <laughs> five miles down the road. I was like, I ain't finna tap my truck pulling you out the ditch when you could have slowed down. Yeah. All right. Well, we have some news that we didn't get a chance to get to. Some changes have happened across the coaching landscape for your Dallas Cowboys. And we'll start first with the one at the very tippy-tippy top. Um, Keller Moore is no longer with the Dallas Cowboys. They, and I do my air quotes, mutually agreed to part ways. And to a lot of people's surprise, um, one, them parting ways, and then two, 
Kellen Moore not being unemployed for very long. No. I mean, you talk about we, you know, we sometimes say, you know, he won't, he'll have a job. He won't be unemployed for five minutes. Well, it felt like Kellen mm-hmm. Moore was not unemployed yeah. for five minutes. He is now the new offensive coordinator that of kinda, the Los Angeles Chargers. That kind of leads me to believe it, it was mutual. I mean, Kellen's like maybe he needed a change too. You know, He's mm. kinda, he had a good shot waiting for him. So, yeah. So let's 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 start there. Let's let's start with you, Kurt. How do you feel about the exit of Kellen Moore, um, and where he landed? Uh, I think it's good. I think that I saw a tweet, and I, I can't remember where I saw it, who who posted it, but somebody had said that Kellen Moore wasn't necessarily the problem, but he wasn't the solution either. And I think the Cowboys had kind of reached that point where um, can't fault him too much because obviously the the offense put up a lot of yards and points statistically, but. I think Dak, had, we, we think, had kind of reached his ceiling. We think the offense had maybe grown a little uh, predictable and bland. So, yes, I do think it was time. And, you know, good luck to him out in, in San Diego or L.A. But um, I'm glad they made the move. Yeah, ditto, bro. I, I'm not finna – I've, I've said all I had to say about the young Keller Moore. I wish the best of luck with him, and I wish things go well for him. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. Yeah. The, the, I'm not finna spend a lot of time on a coach. Uh, I, you know, he did what he did. He he had opportunity to grow. Yeah. He benefited from being with the Dallas Cowboys. He benefited from uh, being a fledgling coach to a coordinator to now he's a nut coordinator with someone else. I hope the best with Herbert, and I think they will have success out there. Okay. And <clears throat> and now that leaves offensive coordinator out the door. Insert new offensive coordinator or freaky Mike. Yeah. Well, I mean, there'll be there'll be a, there'll be an offensive coordinator, I think, but it will be who will be calling the plays. Who will be the offensive coordinator? Seems like they've, they've, Mike McCarthy. Okay. Mike Which, McCarthy. So how does that work, though? How does that work with if you? They say they're they're interviewing guys for offensive coordinators. It's just a figurehead. I mean, what, how does this? Guys will put together operate? the game plan. He would get a guy that will understand his offense and put together the game plan, and Mike will find that rhythm of the game for Dak. Uh, that that's how it should be. That's how he should have walked in the door, and that's how it should have been from day one. Yeah, I think the guys that he's interviewed, quote unquote or looked at for offensive coordinator spots, call me the cynical one of the show. But to me, that's that's another manipulation of the Rooney rule because, you know, you got to interview a minority candidate before you hire somebody. And to me, that's what that was with, with guys. Um, and, you know, what's the kid? Brandon Brandon Johnson and the other kid, uh, Jeff Dixon or Nixon? Nick, Nixon. Nixon, yeah. you know. You know, two young, two young African American <clears throat> coordinators in the league, and and I, I I would love for them to get opportunities, but I, I think we're at a place now where the writing is kind of on the wall. It's been made clear because we can say two twelve one seasons back to back and all that kind of good stuff, and you know, yeah this and yeah that and some good wins, some bad losses, and all that kind of good stuff. But again. We're looking at a team within our division that's headed to the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. They're second in the last five years. I I think that has stirred up something inside of the Joneses. And I also think that when you look at what Mike McCarthy is as a head coach, good, bad, or indifferent, however you feel about him, 
if there isn't anything that you can show that gets you out of the second round, when this year was a great opportunity for that, I think a change will be made. And I thought the same thing should have been done with Jason Garrett is if you're going to fire me or my job is on the line, then let me go out on my own sword. Mm -hmm. Let me be the one that does what I do. And for Mike McCarthy and all his years in Green Bay, how he won Super Bowls and so on and so forth, it was him being the play caller. It was him being the head coach and him being the play caller on game day. So I think with Mike McCarthy getting back to that point where he is now the play caller, you win, lose, or draw with everything you do, Freaky Mike. Yeah, I think that's the way it should be. Um for a guy who has the history that he has as a play caller, I thought it should have been the way that it was when he first came in here. And now we'll get to see, right. is it you? Right. Is it Kellen? Is it Dak? But now it's, it's your show to prove to us that you are the person we thought you were yeah. coming here out of Green Bay. Let me ask you this. I mean, I think the next head to roll is McCarthy's. Yes. This season is big for him. He's taken over calling plays, which we all agree probably should have been doing to begin with. Is he going to be able to install an offense, get the personnel he needs to maybe tweak it in whatever way in one season? Yes. Yes. So? Yep. Yes. I mean, the player the, the players are here. Now can you get them to understand what what needs to be done? Uh some of the players are here. Tell me who's not. You still you need some more weapons offensively. Yeah, I think so. You you can't running back. Your line needs some help. We'll discuss this on the other side. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, we, yeah, we ain't no, gonna no, beat no. around the bush. Let, let, we, no, that's yeah, not yeah, beat yeah, around no, the you, bush. This, this is not the beat talk, around the man. bush show. Let's I like talk. it. I, yeah. we, we don't beat around the bush on this show. Let's take our first break. That segment was brought to you by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. We're gonna take our first break of the so show. You, you just did the commercial. Let's keep talking. No. <laughs> Didn't he just do the? I wish it was that easy. I wish. When we yeah. come back from this break, we're going to talk about are the yeah. players on this yeah. roster for Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott to do what needs to be done for this team to get to where the Philadelphia Eagles are at right now in the Super Bowl. Stay right here with us. This is Hanging with the Boys. We'll be right back. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we-got-em-next-time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier, too. So whether you're a here-every-week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great seats. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and Cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas? Tour the star? and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls, with Star Sports Tours, you can. 
Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Welcome back to Hanging with the Boys, the off-season edition, where we talk about any and everything that pertains to the Dallas Cowboys. What went wrong? What went right? How do we get better? We're not draft analysts. That's for other people to do. We just talk what we talk, and we talk it the way that we talk it. So enjoy the ride that we take with you this off-season. We'll keep you updated. What we do, how we do, every single Tuesday. I know today's Friday. But every single Tuesday is when we will be on air, 11 o'clock Central. So be there or be an L7 weenie. We don't want any L7 weenies on our show. We got great people on Hanging with the Boys. All right. So before we went to the break, oh, and this segment is brought to you by Blockchain, blockchain blockchain.com, as well as Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. All right. Before we went to the break, we were talking about Mike McCarthy and him taking over the play calling. And then it went to a side conversation of all of the players being here. That was from Nate. Mm-hmm. And I thought quickly to myself, not all of them are here. And I think you partly agree. agreed with that, yeah, Kurt. I agree. Um, and, and, and so we keep it real on Hanging with the Boys. We, we, we don't sugarcoat, sugarcoat stuff here. We, we keep it all the way <clears throat> 100. So, Nate, I want you to go into – what you feel the Cowboys have here offensively, defensively, do they have the players on this roster to get to where we want to get to? The, the, the thing is, and I'll repeat this all year, they got to where I thought they would get. They got to the second round. Yeah. I said that all year. If they get to the second round, that means they've got, gotten somewhere special. But they haven't been in a long, long time. Now, this is, this, this is the issue. When we started this season, we bragged on this guy, this guy, that guy, this guy. Uh, when the season over with, now it was everybody's fault. Oh, this guy didn't do right. This offensive line didn't do right. We lost this guy. Everybody lose somebody. Everybody missing a guy. But it's up to the head coach and his coordinators to assemble what is left and, and, and put a winning program out there. Now, I said that Mike McCarthy, what do we need? You you tell me what do we need? Do we need we got offensive line? Now, totally. Yeah. What we did we finish with was they hold? Did anybody get no. hurt? Yes. So we got the offensive line. Was the was every receiver covered on every down in, in in the second round of the playoffs? Was it nobody out there wide open? So do, what receiver do we need? It can't uh, be Odell two. Beckham. Number two, somebody. Huh? A, number two, a speed guy and take it off the top. That ain't that what T.Y. Hilton was? He was running around wide open out there. Somebody seen it, couldn't find him. Fellas, what I'm trying to say here is, if you think that we they finna go out 
and spend a boatload of money on what we need fixing, it ain't going to happen. If Coach McCarthy can't do it with, with 80%, 85% of what he got over there, it ain't going to happen. Tell me what do we what will we sign that's going to make that big of a difference? Because everything else is about to draft. So you guys tell me what can we sign to make this difference? I think when the chips begin to fall, and you already hear early rumors, right? There guys, there will be guys out there. There's guys like DeAndre Hopkins mm-hmm. in Arizona who are talking about looking to be traded out of Arizona. Um, with the departure of Tom Brady, the firing of Byron left, which there may be some rumblings that a guy like Mike Evans in Tampa Bay might be available via trade. Um, you know, some some a video just came out the other day of Odell Beckham. Some may feel like I, I know I'm I'm just giving you what what's out there. <laughs> I'm giving you what's out there, and there'll be a host of other guys who eventually will either be up for trades or will be released because of uh, salary cap casualties that'll come across the board. I know that you know we look at free agents, running back. That, that's going to have to be a position now that, that needs to be addressed. Um, the Joneses came out the other day, and they love Zeke. I get it. I, you know, that, that was a high draft pick that they had to put on Zeke, and they have a love and affinity for him. But they talked about, you know, we, we didn't see a drop-off from Zeke, and they want Zeke to come back. What, Tony, what will Tony Pollard be when he comes back from this uh, broken leg? I do not know. We, we also hear that uh, Michael Gallup, who – was medically healthy, wasn't football healthy, and is now heading back to the operating table for the opposite leg now. So he's getting a scope done and some other things done on his right knee after having the ACL on his left, left knee. knee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think offensively, we don't, you know, Tyron, while he came in and had a decent time at right tackle. Um, and also had a <clears throat> scope in the a surgery in the here. Last this week, I think. Tyron had another. Oh well, Tyron had a scope. A and, minor. Thing yeah, yeah, so he he had a scope, and you know you can't really depend and rely on Tyron to be healthy. I mean, he was healthy this end of the season because it was the end he of the play, season. Yeah. He didn't play all season. Um, what would Terrence still be coming back? So there's a there's a lot to to look at, and you know this roster is going to turn over. So I, I don't I don't think this team, while this team had won some games. I don't think if they if they took this team and didn't make any changes on this football team, I think this team will either be they'll be a first round exit next year. Yeah, they have to. I mean, you can't say that this team is ready. This is what's amazing is the fact that defensively you still need cornerbacks, you still need some linebacker play, you still you know you still need to plug that middle up. And, yeah, defense. And, and so, and so all of this y'all saying is. We ain't got 25 draft picks, and we ain't a billion dollars under the cap. We're about $7 million over it. So if what we got ain't good enough, we in trouble. Because this number one, you're asking Zeke to take a pay cut, and I hear people talking about seven, eight, nine million dollars Come on, fellas. You're asking for Tony Pollard, who you don't know how bad a leg is on a running back, that everything about him is fast twitch and explosive. You got a tight end that you overpaid last year. You know, now he he's out seeking a contract. You who else is who you else got a $50 is a million dollar not, quarterback? Not, yeah, you got a fifty million dollar quarterback and you got Leighton Van Der Esch. If what you got, if eighty five percent of it is not over there right now, you in trouble. 
because you can't get no draft pick unless it's an offensive lineman or a defensive lineman to come in here and flip what you're talking about, change the, the, the uh, equation in what you're talking about. Because we ain't trading away a number one and a number three from Evans for Tampa Bay. We ain't trading away that for DeAndre Hopkins because that's what it's going to take. So we ain't trading that away. You know Mr. Jones ain't giving that up. So if this ain't what you, what you, what you desire – Come on, fellas. You don't think they they can? You know they're always renegotiating and extending deals. They can they'll they'll work out something with Dak that'll get them some money. They'll they got some other contracts they can work with. You don't think they'll use that to try to bring in a bigger name? Yeah, I think they have to. Yeah, I think they have to. I think they have to renegotiate Dak. I mean, Dak's being the biggest deal um, because of the, the amount of money that that takes up. Um, on the salary cap. So I think that's the first and foremost to get under the salary cap. Now, I know the number has went up uh, mm, next million, year. Yeah. But, you know, for the Cowboys, they there's not enough money to sign all the free agents that they have. They have over 11 guys who are 11, 12 guys who are significant yeah, role players. Significant guys. On, and starters on this team that will be free. See, and that's what, free I'm say, that's what I'm saying. You got Conor McGovern, you know, and people – and this is the, the amazing thing that I like about everybody who uh, just can open their mouth. But you got Conor McGovern, I think, Biotis, all of these guys are either restricted or unrestricted. Well, you can't draft 15 offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. You, ain't finna, you ain't no number one receiver out there in the draft that you high enough up there to get. So what, what what are you talking about? If if it ain't over there, think about it. And I'm being honest. If it ain't already over there, how do you improve it? Well, I think that's the the, the biggest thing with letting Kellen Moore go was that Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy on a lot of different things, um, philosophy and play play calling and play scheming wise didn't quite see eye to eye. Which to me, I always found a little bit interesting. Which I at times I believe I we even said on this show. Whether well, they didn't see eye to eye philosophically, but I never understood the the that if a head coach wanted something done, it's what the hell you do. Like, they, they, like I, I never, especially one who is of the same mindset of the coordinator, right? Because sometimes you have some defensive coordinators, uh, defensive head coaches who are defensive minded, and so they kind of let offensive coordinator do their own thing. But if I'm an offensive head coach, if I want something done differently. Then that's it. Like that, I didn't understand how there was a dynamic where there was a um, there was a democracy in the in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Like at at some point in time, there has to be a strict dictatorship on. Here's what I want. Now you now as an off you figure it out how we get there. But here's what I want going forward. So you need to find things that 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 fit the things that I want for us to do going forward. So I you know I don't know. But I think that's the that's the the main thing that they looked fellas, at now and saying, "Fellas, I, I, I'm, I'm still waiting. If 85 percent of it ain't over there, how you gonna get these guys? They have to rework contracts. They have to keep drafting well. They have to. I'm gonna make tell some, you the most simplest some, way: some significant cuts. 85 of them that's over there. The 85 percent is gonna be right here. Come OTAs, come mini camps, and come training camp." 
you're going to have maybe one or two guys that they drafted. They're going to be high on. They're going to go get two or three mid-level guys. This is our history now. Right. And, 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 and history. we as media are going to go over the top. Boy, I remember Jane Washington, Lord Jesus. I'm like, this dude ain't nobody. <laughs> but everybody thought Jane Washington. And you know, who the first dude we cut? We kept Tobin and got rid of Jane Washington, didn't we? Come on, fellas. Yeah. Let's see the real now. So you're I, saying they're not going to be better. Well, they, they, they'll be better once we begin to talk about them in our third break. And we'll break down <laughs> okay. how they can get better. Because okay. I, think, I think there is some truth in what you're saying, Nate. But I think there's some truth in what Kurt and I are saying. Is it well. is. So let's continue. So we're going to meet in the middle. Let's continue. I hope it don't send us this. to hell. But <laughs> <laughs> let's that lukewarm will get you burning up in hell, bro. <laughs> we'll continue to work through this. Stay right here with us when we come back. We're going to work through this thing, man. We yeah, he just already done turned on us. North Carolina. He already in North Carolina. Today <laughs> is 2-3-2-3. Two, three, two, three. So I got my North Carolina. Because today is Michael Jordan Day. Uh, I don't want to hear two, that. Three, no, no. 2-3. Uh, yeah, yeah, today is Michael Jordan You done ran out day. on us, dog, yeah, already. 3 2 3 Let's Michael see how Jordan much Cowboy man. stuff he put on it you know, from this point on. He finna turn on us, y'all. 2-3, two, 2-3, three, two, three. Uh-uh. Michael Jordan Day. Stay right here with uh-uh. us. We'll be right back. We ain't falling for boys. that. We ain't falling for that. He thought of something on the hell. <laughs> hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yo Quiero, Yo Quiero Guacamole. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't really care fan, a we got them next time fan or we'll never win again fan, a here for the tailgate fan or a first one through the gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier too. So whether you're a here every week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great Dallas Cowboys seats. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. Hey, Cowboys fans, if you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience AT&T Stadium's exclusive VIP Owners Club. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit CowboysTravel.com. Back to hanging with the boys. Welcome back to hanging with the boys on our off-season edition on this wonderful two-three-two-three Friday. <laughs> Shout out to Michael Jordan. He nice. is North Carolina. North Carolina is Michael Jordan. The ceiling. Yeah. Is the roof. I looked to see if there was a 23 in Cowboys history we could refer to, but man, you talk about a collection of who is that? Tashard Choice. Tashard Choice is Tashard about the top Tashard one. Choice. Everybody else is like, who? <laughs> <laughs> 2323, Tashard, Tashard Choice Day in Cowboy Land. 
I got my look. This is Jordan, man. I got my Jordan shirt on. See it? Golly, I got my North Carolina socks on and everything, man. Yeah, this full is full outfit, I'm, full this uniform. Is, this is North Carolina day. This is two three two three. This is trying to get y'all to see what I'm trying to tell y'all day. Uh, all right. <laughs> well, let's go back to the goat conversation, like Michael Jordan, the goat, the greatest of all time. There is no debate. Argue with your mother. I'm not arguing with y'all. Michael Jordan, the greatest <laughs> basketball player to ever lace up a pair of basketball sneakers. So, Nate, is the talent – see, here's my thing. When you talk about talent, right, because if you go out and you – 85%, you're saying, if 85% of what they're going to line up and march out in the 2023-2024 season, if they take 85% of that roster this year – I, I look around the league and I go, that's not even the league, the NFC East. That team, 85% of that team will not beat the Philadelphia Eagles next year. Mm-hmm. 85% of that team will not beat the Giants next year. Okay, and I'll ask you again, what piece or pieces that you reckoning or beckoning or hoping they get that's going to make that 85% rise up the Joneses have to go they, – they have to go outside of their normal scope of doing things. It's come to the point now, like, this league does these terms and, and it's, it's, you know, first it's quarterbacks – or have to be six foot three, six foot four, six foot five, and have to have a you know underneath center. And now quarterbacks are uh, are athletes, and they are a shotgun. And now quarterbacks you want a little athleticism, mobility. So the league evolves. First is it's big running backs, and then it's small running backs, and then it's running backs are not valued, and then we can get running backs all over the place. And then for a long time it was like, hey, we want tall receivers. And then all of a sudden the evolution of the slot receiver came into play, and the little sh- short little uh, uh, jitterbug type receivers came. So the league is always evolving. Mm-hmm. And, and, and like anything else, when it comes to, to evolving and evolution, it's either you evolve or you die. Mm-hmm. You either change with the changes right. or you get left behind. Okay. And I look at to where a lot of these teams are, are finding ways to finagle the salary cap, finding ways to kind of push their chips all in on their football teams while, you know, some people may mortgage the future or push the kick the can down the road, but they've come to a point in time where they're saying, right now is the time. For the Cowboys, it's been 27 years. You, Nathaniel Newton, you're 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 almost you're becoming a fossil, a relic to what it is for this Cowboys team to have anything uh, of, 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 of relevancy in the postseason. That is, like, you're, you're a walking fossil in that sense. It's been that long since we've been to an NFC championship slam or a Super Bowl. Okay, so you still ain't answered my question. I'm getting there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't get your hurry up, bro. We so, running out of time. So the Joneses have to look at the situation and go, look at what Philly has done. Look at what the Rams have done. Look at what the Niners have done. Look at what good football teams have done and said, all right, here's one thing that isn't going to change. The quarterback's not going to change. Period. Right. Now we have to do any and everything to support that in, in any way, shape, or form. And whatever you could elite, not elite, average, not average, whatever that is, figure it out. And then say what is going to help him become the very 100% best of that version of the quarterback. Line, running backs, receivers, tight ends, whatever it is. And then 
Because you always tell us, not you, but the Joneses always tell us that they are willing to cut any check to get it done. Well, now's the time. Now's the time for you to kind of step out of your comfort zone and maybe trade some of those picks away and maybe spend some money over here. Derek, Derek Carr, Brandon Carr was the last major free agent that the Cowboys signed. Yeah. And that was 10, 11 years ago. Mm-hmm. Right? It was a $50 million man. They ain't touched the free agent since then. And even that was a bad signing because they had him where he was a a a a a a, a, a corner a, a, um, a, a zone corner and they wanted him to come here and play man. Yeah. So it, it's the only way that that problem that that you're talking about is going to get fixed is that the Joneses have to figure out a way to get out of their normal comfort zone and to go and do things to 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 be uncommon. Yep. In order to do something, in order to get something that you haven't gotten, you got to be able to do some things that you that you've never done. And they have to now get out of this sheepish type mentality when it comes to signing free agents or to, to, to making the big splash plays or going all in with their chips and, and say, you know what, paying their own guys, and say, hey, we 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 need to go get it. They need to go out and go get the help because it's not here. It's not. You can't line eighty five percent of that roster that we had up last year, fully healthy. And say that you're going to be able to go to the Super Bowl. I just, I just don't buy it. It's tough. You know, now if, if God willing, we all in about four months, we'll all be sitting here. You Let's think? just see what all is going to come up in here brand new. Let's as, just see what's all going to come up in here brand new. As players, I know that that they maybe like. The fact that the Joneses are pretty loyal, they stick with guys like Zeke, that sort of thing. But don't you think it's time they need to make some hard decisions? They, you know, Zeke doesn't need to come back. Tyron Smith, unless he's willing to be a cheaper back, you know, swing tackle, he doesn't need to come back. I don't even know if I'd, I wouldn't re-sign Tony Pollard at this point. I mean, there's so many, there's some tough decisions that you think as players they want to see these kind of things made, or they're like, yeah, he's helping this guy out, he's going to help me out down the road. Yeah, the, the t- and that's the thing. The tougher decisions have to be made. They have to. And the, and the thing is, they're not always pretty. They, they, are, they aren't. But but they have to be made. If this team is going to find themselves... It, Jesse, did somebody eventually call you in the room and release you, cut you? They did. Somebody eventually called me in the room and cut me. Yeah. You know, Mike Irvin was fortunate enough, they t- unfortunate to have his neck hurt. So yeah. they, even the great Emmett Smith was released. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Troy Aikman went on his merry way. If it ain't, if it's not, you, you, you be loyal to a guy as long as he can help you win. And then when it comes time to reduce his contract, you don't have to worry about, okay, we want to make sure. This ain't 1999. This is the year of the salary cap. So if you're trying to say, oh, man, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a give you Seven million, you know, and it's four million more than you deserve. What about if something happened during the season, and we need to fix a position, but you just gave away a four extra four million dollars? Are you signed a guy on 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 a tag for ten million dollars? And, and, and all of a sudden now there's uh, eight million dollars. That 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 was could have been at your disposal. So somebody like a Dumbacon Sue, 
are Javon Hargrave, who we know can stop the run, who we know can get out to the quarterback, who we know can collapse a pocket, we don't be able to get because we oversigned on other guys. We get emotional. We get to loving it. We get to, oh, my God, man, this, what look – who is a bigger fan of Zeke than me? Who fought for Zeke even during the earlier part of this year? But if, you're, if your mind is not set on winning and who giving you the best chance, then we, we, it, why are we having these shows? 85% of what's over there is what's coming back, fellas. You better find a way. Well, and I think and then if that's <clears throat> the case and and and, and, and – We'll have a we'll have a I mean we'll have a front seat view of You're it. Not giving us much hope. <clears throat> no, I'm giving you all the hope because C.D. Lamb will be a year older than who he is. Michael Gallup ain't no hoping. Better be better. Yeah, but that's hope. No, no, that's no. You're he, asking 85 guys or 85 percent of the guys to just play better. Well, some of them probably will because they're younger and growing, but a lot of them they are what they are. Okay, you, so you saying Michael Gallup is what he is? We don't. We don't know. That's, but we he don't even... will be better. Maybe. Maybe. No, he he will be better. Maybe. No, he will be better. No, the guys know. who may be better is Tony Pollard. That may be better. Five or six or seven games in, this kid got his just got his knee cleaned up. I've been there before. If 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 they are telling the truth, he will be better. <coughs> I'm just being honest because who you gonna go get? We ain't brother. We ain't giving up no first and no third for I, no I'm Michael just, Evans. I, I know no Hopkins. I don't. I don't think. I don't think Hopkins gonna cost you a first. Mike may cost you a little bit more, but there there are other guys who are out there that you can trade for. But you got to bring more in. I mean, you, yeah. you just have to. You 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 have to. Can't get take that next step. What, what you, you have what, here. what 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 you said? What you said? By getting rid of eight coaches, is we have the players. What you, what you said by getting rid of eight coaches, because half of these coaches just contract expired. Right. It ain't like they was going asking for more money. Uh, uh, Skip Pete didn't do a good job this year. Uh, Rob didn't do a good job this year. That twelve, that twelve and five or whatever they went just ain't on the head coach now. No, I get you. Even though all of us finna fall on him this year. Yeah. So it, you know, Leon. I mean, now Leon. Like I told Leon, I'm like, bro, you're in a you, you're in a bad predicament. I talked to him before they released. You're in a bad predicament because you you gave up on the average, depending on who was playing, about 180 yards a game rushing. That the, them boys in the middle is yours. Hmm. So I can kind of see where you're going, Coach Nussmeyer, your quarterback. You know, even though they were talking about, oh, we, we was high scoring, yeah, but he got you in this. He got you in the playoffs. So I understand the quarterback coach, maybe even your offensive coordinator, and your defensive line, but the, the other guys, they they kind of did their job. And I and, and Philman, as much as me, I, I kind of disagree with some of the things he do. He put together something. So my my issue <laughs> my issue is, if you get rid of all of these guys. And you let them all hit free agency. The majority of them hit free agency. Who will replace them? It's going to be draft choices and mid-range guys. So you're going to be getting basically see, the same guys see, back. That's the thing is that yes, the draft choices those those are those are inevitable. Those are coming. But 
the Cowboys have to seek greater value in the offseason. You can't just say we're going to go for the mid-level guy. Like, you got to be in that when, – when that free agency hit, you need to be in that top-tier conversation because a lot of times we sit back and we hope and pray and we we talk about this guy, this guy, this guy, and next thing you know, he signed, he signed, he signed, he signed, he signed, and then get down to the bottom of the barrel, and then we go. And, and I got the solution, and the way you don't do that is don't pay a guy. Don't overpay a guy that's here. Yeah, Not just for the problem. sake of overpaying so we can at least have a shot. Nah, man. I don't, you know – I'm sorry. This is the way Coach Johnson, Coach Landry, this is where they, this is where they did it. This is how they wanted. it. It's about winning. They made it's a lot about of deals. Winning. They wheeled and dealed. And they, but they can't. You're See, saying they won't one, do that now. The best, the, the worst coach, uh, coach Landry had to worry about was a dude getting old because there wasn't no turnover. The worst Jimmy had to worry about was free, uh, plan B, and it still was a way to slow down players from moving. Now this new thing called a salary cap and free agency hampers teams, especially teams that are on the edge. You know, they're they pushing everything. So, But if you ain't pushing everything, you're going to re-sign your quarterback. Your quarterback be better, your team going to be better. Yeah. If, if Dak plays, and you know what, and I'm going to quit saying this, y'all help me. He ain't gonna. I guess he ain't gonna never be the Dak that I saw his first two and a half years. I guess he don't want to be that guy no more. The guy that protected the ball, took care of his team first. I guess that ain't him no more. He's a gunslinger, but be a smarter gunslinger. Be a smarter gunslinger. So, if your quarterback play better, things will get better. Well, that quarterback we go into his eighth season and. You know, we'll see. We'll see if, if Mike McCarthy is the quarterback whisperer for Dak Prescott, if Mike McCarthy is the answer for this offense to get themselves, you know, I mean, produ- productivity has been there, but it's always been in those most important games where we just don't seem to show up. Um, you know, next week we'll talk more about Dan Quinn, who I think is <laughs> – I think Dan Quinn is just sitting pretty. You know, yeah. Dan Quinn is in yeah. a win-win situation. He is. He's in a win-win situation. If this team has success, defense will have something to do with it, and he'll still be a hot candidate at the end of that day. Or if this team doesn't have success and they let go of the head coach, I think he's sitting right in there and saying, I'll step up right next and take yeah. and take over that. So, we'll, I don't know. But we'll continue to talk this thing through, man. We got all offseason. We got none but time. I won't be here this Tuesday, man. But just, Kurt, the 85-cent rule, baby. It's over there. Let's we'll see, see what happens. We'll see. Well, see you're not happened. giving me much hope over there. No, no, no. I'm, I'm giving you the truth, Cindy. and the truth should Coaches make you feel free. Coaches are good. We got rid of them. The players are back. The They're not good free. enough. Well, the we, truth going to set you free. Well, we Tell them again, Jess. The truth will set you free. Kurt. Yeah. That's no, what I said. believe it, but me the truth too. doesn't sound very good. The truth so. ain't picking these players, and the truth ain't out here on that field. This team went 12-5 and and went to the second round. Find the two or three pieces that will take this team a little bit further next year. That's what the goal is. Yeah. That's our off-season plan. Our off-season plan is to find those guys. We'll keep talking about it. We'll keep mm-hmm. looking at it. Listen them. to the draft show, but I don't see how the draft going to change it. Well, you need a proven. <laughs> yeah, I hope you all have an eighty-five percent better weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's easy. All I got to do is turn sixty-five degrees. It's eighty-five percent better than thirty-two. <laughs> Again, we'll be back on Tuesday. Uh, hopefully, with with no setbacks from weather, we'll be back on Tuesday, eleven. 11- 
p 11 a.m central time kurt and i will be there nate will be out Stupid to the parts of unknown the world the, on, uh, happy michael jordan day 2323 for nate come on for man for this dude be selling us out kurt. for chris for audio <laughs> jazz for brother william bro willie bro will and all of the rest of you, we appreciate you joining us. I am eighty-five percent, baby. This is hanging with the boys. Eighty-five. We out. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!